0: It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. CAG Foreplay, starting the shipwrecks.
1: Episode number 49. It's July 23rd. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck.
0: And I am your other host, Shipwreck, back from E3.
1: We've got a new setup.
0: Yeah, we've got our two mics setup going for the first time tonight.
1: It's a little weird.
0: We'll see how it goes. I predict it's going to cause me to do a lot of editing.
1: Yeah. Well, that's not a prediction. That's a guarantee. Right. But it's a little weird being across the office from you.
0: Yeah, usually we sit next to each other while we're podcasting. Yeah. And now we're looking at each other.
1: <laughs> it's kind of odd. Now we
0: have to look at each other when we talk.
1: <laughs> that means I have to pay attention to what you're saying more. <laughs>
0: exactly. I can tell if you're just zoning, <laughs> zoning <off>. out. Zoning
1: <laughs> out. All right. Well, uh, you spent the last week in L.A. at E3.
0: Yeah, I did a uh, little video game show out there. And GP and I did a show.
1: Right. So, And you're going to be on the CatCast this week. So. Yeah, so
0: I'm not going to cover too much of the stuff from E3 in this show. This is going to be a pretty fast CAG4 play.
1: And the biggest news to come out of E3 last week was the birth of Wombat's new baby daughter. Yes. Sabrina Eden.
0: Yes, so congratulations.
1: Yes, congratulations, Wombat. And Mrs. Wombat, she's pretty darn cute, and she's got a good set of lungs, right? That's what you said?
0: Yeah, yeah, she was screaming up pretty good when we were on a uh, video chat with him the other day. She's already
1: chatting. Maybe we need to get Ty to laugh into the video chat and... Maybe that'll calm Sabrina down.
0: Right, yeah. I think, I think the problem was uh, they had the swaddling a little bit too tight.
1: Oh. Yeah, so. Oh. They
0: took that off of her, and she stopped crying.
1: Well, see? That's learning by... Doing. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we had a couple questions that post an email, so let's talk about the one from Undy Gnome, who said, it's definitely well known that Chipwreck buys a lot of games, albeit most of them are on the cheap. Do you think his recent trip to E3 will result in the purchase of more games or fewer, as he'll be able to just pick from the ones he knows he will like? More. More games. Because there are more that you think you like now.
0: Well, I don't know if it's necessarily more. I think it's just... I played. I made a post on the blog, on CAG, that I'd played or saw 62 games while I was out there. Correct. And Desert Eagle 18 responded to that. And asked me how many of those games did I think I was going to buy, right? And I said probably around forty, right? But uh, it, That's it makes two-thirds. sense. <laughs> yes, it makes sense a little bit there because at least on the show floor, I'm picking and choosing what I'm going to play to begin with,
1: right? That's so it's true. stuff I, I mean, had that, it's interest not like in. There were only sixty something games there.
0: No, like it wasn't like I was actively pursuing the stuff that I knew sucked.
1: So what you're telling me is that about for the next year. You're looking to purchase forty games.
0: I I think that's conservative.
1: That's like how many a month?
0: <laughs> uh there's there's twelve months in a year as far as I know. So that's, that's let's about say three four, let's say three and a half games a month or so?
1: Four. Just
0: four games a month, one a week. That that seems about right. Yeah, that until does until I actually. hit a clearance sale and then the But some of those games
1: you're not saying that you need to buy brand new. Oh no, most
0: of those games would not be brand new purchases.
1: Right. Which is I think Undy Gnome's whole point is that it's a good thing you buy things on the cheap.
0: Right. I don't buy much for full price.
1: No, and most of what you do buy for full price is something that either I want to play. Right. by myself or we're going to play together. Correct. All right, well, moving on to what we have been playing, Down with the Ships. You didn't really play much because you've been playing a lot of stuff at E3, and we're going to talk about that again in the CatCast.
0: Yeah, I played a little bit of Tetris DS on the way out, but
1: what am I say about that? We played some Schizoid before you left.
0: Yeah, we talked about that last show a little bit, but then we played it right after the show last week, right, right before I left for L.A. <laughs> And that was a bad idea.
1: That was so bad. It is so annoying at times.
0: It is a really good way to get pissed off at the person you're playing with. Because it's
1: usually your fault. Well, it's usually your fault. Exactly.
0: Yeah, both people think it's the other person's fault. Because the way the game works is you have to help the other person. But when you're trying to get away from the other colored enemies, you have no choice but to go away from those enemies. And if the other person doesn't see that you're doing that immediately, then you're both on the other sides of the screen and you both get killed. It
1: requires a lot of teamwork for a co-op game.
0: Yeah, a More lot. More than
1: any other game I think we've played.
0: Yeah. Well, they, they bill it as the most co-op game ever. So
1: I'd believe that. Yeah.
0: So w- Therefore,
1: not necessarily recommended for married couples in large doses. I think we could play like a level or two. But see, the problem was we played, like, 40, and by the end of it, I was ready to throw the controller at your head, and I was like, good thing you're going to L.A., because you're getting on my nerves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I was about to that point, too. so.
1: Well, you're just a lot quieter when you get to that point. Yeah, no. You I, were I to was... that point because I was blaming you for everything.
0: Right. You were blaming me for, for everything when it was really neither, no, neither person's fault. Well, I
1: realize that, but who am I going to blame? Um, somebody's yeah. it 's got to be somebody's fault we you don't you don 't yell
0: at the tv screen do you
1: no i don't I yell at you
0: huh see I yell at the tv screen
1: oh not me i don 't know what the difference is there but no it 's never the tv 's fault I mean, it's not oh doing it's always anything. it's always
0: the computer 's fault or the tv 's fault when it when it's when it 's something that frustrates me in video games at least really yeah
1: but it 's not doing anything
0: oh it 's cheating Ever since I've had an Atari 2600, See, those, those systems that's cheap. that's the difference
1: between you or I. I never once think that the machine is capable of outsmarting me.
0: Oh, I always think it is.
1: <laughs> I think we've, we've stumbled on a whole new level of, of gaming conversation. It's getting too deep. So let's move on. <laughs> let's
0: move back then.
1: To what else I've been playing while you were gone, and that's Touch Detective 2.5. How's that going? I like it a lot. The mysteries are smaller. There's more of them. But they're resolved quicker, okay. uh, which is good. And there haven't been as many spots where I've gotten stuck, although currently I am stuck. Uh, But it's really the first time, and I'm in the fourth episode.
0: Oh, so you, you should be finishing that up pretty quickly then.
1: I think there's five episodes and a bonus. Okay. But the bonus episode has been revealed to me since the first level, so I just didn't want to play it before it was over. It seemed wrong somehow. But it's a good game. I mean, it's nothing better or new or different. And a lot of the locations are the same and the characters are the same. But there's a lot of new stuff. But, I mean, it's...
0: It's still a point-and-click adventure game.
1: Right. The gameplay has not changed.
0: Which I saw some good ones out in E3. But we'll probably talk about those maybe next week for our big 50th episode.
1: Because you're not going to talk about point-and-click adventures. Probably too much with cheap.
0: Probably not. Not his style. Right.
1: But okay, the other thing I've been playing a lot of is Viva Piñata, because um, I, you came home and talked about Viva Piñata 2.
0: Uh, Viva Piñata 2 and Viva Piñata DS.
1: Right. And it dawned on me that I never really got all my achievements, and it really bothers me that I haven't beat the game, or at least gotten all the achievements. So I'm going back and doing that. And then I think after that, I'm gonna, I might go back and get my last achievement on Oblivion, because that really irks me.
0: Well, that one you have to restart the whole uh, right. the whole island or whatever again. Right. The whole expansion pack.
1: Right. Well, oh, okay. I, I know. I know what I have to do. <laughs> You're
0: going to like Fallout 3. Yeah. I can tell you that right now.
1: Well, good. Okay. We'll talk about that on the CAD mm-hmm. You will. I know. It's a, uh, little, it's
0: a little teaser. I'm throwing them out.
1: That's true. Uh, the contest from the last episode was Monster Hunter Freedom 2 for the PSP, courtesy of Rob Just. And the the contest was, "What monster would you most like to be and why?" And the winner is Ichigo. Ichigo. Go with it. Nineteen ninety three. Who said Godzilla, swimming around in the ocean and destroying random cities, is a small man's dream, which I thought was a good post.
0: Yeah, it's a good post. It makes you feel. It makes him. Makes you feel for him want st- the little man to win.
1: Right. You do want the little man to win. We're stockpiling our prizes.
0: Yeah, so we're not going to have a contest this week, mainly because I didn't uh, think to put it on the outline.
1: Okay, see, when I cover and say we're stockpiling the prizes because next week is our 50th and we want to have lots of cool oh, prizes. Oh, we'll, we'll have
0: a lot of uh, good. Uh,
1: you don't need to come back in and admit that you screwed up.
0: Well, I didn't then. Okay. I'll uh, not edit that out later in then. Uh, <laughs> we'll have some e3 swag to give away.
1: Yeah, next you just came week. back with a lot of swag.
0: Yeah, so uh and
1: a lot of swag that
0: I have no interest in.
1: It's cool stuff.
0: It's cool stuff, but I just don't need it.
1: Are, are we going to keep, keep the uh the viewmaster?
0: Yeah, the the Fallout thing is okay, is, is my personal item.
1: Okay. I just wanted to make sure.
0: Yeah, the Fallout gave out a uh a viewmaster type thing i haven't even looked at the what, the pictures, what, what the pictures are on the reel yet but uh
1: screenshots
0: well i'm sure they are that's cool but that that was my favorite uh swag for me personally
1: But we've got lots of other good swag mm-hmm. that you're happy to share we should move on to new releases because there are lots of them not really lots of them in that anyone's going to want to play but lots of them
0: there's a lot of uh on the dl this week Not yeah. not much retail came out yeah. Uh, I guess starting off multi-platform, there was Chess Crusade for the DS and the Wii.
1: Yeah, this is a battle chess title, battle chess mm-hmm. where you move the pieces and then they show you an, an animation action scene of the two pieces actually fighting.
0: Okay. It's probably um, not not technically a like it's not a battle chess like IP. It's just based on that type of game, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: there's no online multiplayer. Great, But it's supposed to be a lot better than Wii Chess, which isn't saying much necessarily, but it's probably the best Wii Chess game out there.
0: Okay, I only know of two, but that would make this the default.
1: Great. And it's, it's only
0: $20 for the Wii, and it's 15 for the DS.
1: Moving on to Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor.
0: Yeah, this is coming out for the DS, the PS2, and the Wii. And it is based on the upcoming uh, Mummy movie that's coming out, I think, this week, I would guess, since this is uh, releasing this week.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, previews for it, so I'm guessing. Yeah, it's going to be coming, coming soon. It's in 3D.
0: No, no, that's, that's his other movie. That's Journey to the Center of the Earth. Brendan Fraser has, has two high-quality box office flicks out right now.
1: No, I'm pretty sure I just saw that The Mummy was in 3D. Both of his movies are in 3D? Yes. Wow. Those previews, when I made the comment, was, you know, oh, look, it's in 3D, it's select theaters. That was Mummy. I haven't seen Journey to the Center of the Earth for a while now.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I guess Brendan Fraser's doing all his movies in, in 3D select now. select theaters. Uh, it looks like a Tomb Raider-style game where you are jumping through the levels and hanging off cliffs and stuff, and then you have a lot of... Uh,
1: Does Brandon Frazier make that noise when he jumps onto a cliff? I don't know. Anyway.
0: I, I, I don't think so. I think it's... It'd it's, be a little weird. It's more of a, just an overall awesomeness grunt.
1: Okay. Good to know. Okay, <laughs> yeah. good to know.
0: Uh, So it's made by the same people who made the uh, Sphinx and the Curse Mummy game.
1: Which I liked a and lot. And
0: the second Buffy the Vampire Slayer game.
1: Which I never played.
0: I played that one. It it was decent enough. So they have some background in in making these 3D adventure style games.
1: The Sphinx game was really a great game. And it was underplayed and under...
0: Yeah, it was underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah, it was was very good. Uh, So it actually... Like, all that's out there right now is one video of this game. There's no reviews as of the time that we're recording this. Okay. Um, But the one video makes it look pretty decent good so if you're looking for a wii action title this one might not actually be too bad now i'll say that and it'll get like a four out of ten
1: right but you can't see the future
0: no but just based on that video and the past history of... now did
1: you see this at e3
0: no it was not at e3 okay
1: so you'd tell us if it was at e3 and it sucked yeah
0: i don't think anything that uh we're covering today is something that i saw or played at e3
1: well, uh, moving on to games coming out for the Wii, because that's all we have for the multi-platform. Uh, Order Up, which I'll be honest, I don't remember a ton of, because I previewed it last Monday when I was feeling all, like, you know, woe was me, I'm by myself, and what am I going to do with all this free time? So I thought, I will preview a game a week, or a game a day while you're gone, and I'll have all my games done.
0: How'd that work out for you?
1: Monday went well. <laughs> <laughs> Monday went very well. I picked Order Up because I didn't think it was there was any chance that it was going to be at E3, and I didn't want to preview something that you were going to actually see being played. Right. Um, which I was correct. Uh, Order Up is a restaurant sim where you're a new cook and you're running a restaurant. And you have to deal with incoming customers and you have to try and meet their orders and you have to manage several different. Um, cooking stations so you might have one that's got a whole bunch of you know this italian ingredients and you have one that's you know salads or something you have to manage to cycle through those and cook orders and you move up and eventually you get to hire other chefs and you get to change your restaurant from mexican to so is this, french to
0: is this uh have any like cooking mama type stuff where you're actually making the food or is it strictly more like uh
1: No, you're actually making the food too. I think. Okay, so it's kind of a combination with with Diner
0: Dash and Cooking Mama.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. Uh, It is forty dollars, which seems kind of high to me, even though it's a Wii game and it and it obviously uses the Wii mote. The graphics are cel shaded, which made it. Yeah, the the graphic style look
0: look pretty good on this. I know uh, it's not
1: challenging. I mean, it's it's a casual game, which is apparently all that Nintendo's releasing now, but anyway right. <laughs> we're not yeah, going to get into that conversation either
0: yeah and i was slipping through i got a new nintendo power today in the mail what did and, they uh, think of it i think they gave it i didn't read the the preview or the review yet but i saw the score was like a 7 out of 10 i think
1: which i think is actually i mean i don't think these casual games should get more than a 7 out of 10 yeah i mean
0: 7 out of 10 is a good I mean, casual game just
1: based on depth you can't give it more than that so i mean if it's i think maybe if it dropped to 30 dollars i'd I definitely recommend buying it. 40 still seems high to me. I don't know.
0: I have a hard time buying casual games at even $30. $20 is the casual, casual game gaming price. Point. Yes, I mean, I, I haven't bought Boom Blocks yet because I'm waiting for the $20 price point.
1: That's true. Uh, moving on to a $30 price point game, SNK Arcade Classic Volume 1.
0: Yes, finally releasing for the Wii. Uh, so we don't have to say in the future this is coming out for the Wii anymore because we reference this game every week.
1: We talk about it a lot.
0: Yeah, uh, so, of course, this has 16 SNK arcade classics on it. Uh, It's got Art of Fighting, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, King of the Monsters, Samurai Showdown, World Heroes, uh, and it has stuff like Magician Lord and Burning Fight and Metal Slug um, and even, like, some sports games like Baseball Stars 2. So...
1: So are they going to release all of these games individually now for the Wii Virtual Console one by one and expect us to pay for them?
0: They have been doing that prior to this. Okay. Uh, there's probably uh, at least five of these games have come out so as is there $9 going titles. Up in
1: Nintendo going, ha, ha, suckers. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah okay, yeah. good.
1: Uh, yeah, moving on. I and mean, we'll be sure to reference this game many shows to come. The DS, we have Final Fantasy IV
0: Yeah, this is probably the big release for the week. Uh, It's definitely the big release for the week.
1: Yeah, there's Um, no probably there.
0: No. Uh, This is a full 3D remake of Final Fantasy IV. This is the fourth time Final Fantasy IV has been (laughs) re-released in some form or another. Uh, A few years back, it was on the Game Boy Advance. Okay. And they've added, in addition to the 3D graphics, they've added... uh, voice acting this time around has never had voice acting before which the voice acting uh judging from the videos that i've watched it's it's decent um especially uh cecil's character his he's the main character in the game um his voice acting is pretty good they uh, didn't
1: show any gameplay
0: well not in the video that we watched That's on the wii okay I, i've seen some some gameplay videos as well um
1: it's i just don't like it when i get bored by the preview video
0: Well, no, that's just showing... It's a typical Final Fantasy preview where they just show you the cutscenes and go over...
1: The storyline. The general
0: storyline. Right. Uh, I've actually never played Final Fantasy IV, and it's one of the highly regarded ones in the series. Uh, And this looks like it could be the definitive version of it. I know it's supposed to be a very difficult Final Fantasy game, but I can't see that being like... If you're an RPG player, I'm sure you're going to be able to handle... Final Fantasy 4
1: now what did they add with the stylus
0: um, I'm not really sure on the stylus what the, what they've added uh, if anything they might have uh, you might be able to like change the camera angles or select some stuff in the menus or something but they did add some new uh, gameplay mechanics where you can it's called augmenting your characters uh, I guess this is the first time you've been able to actually specifically build up uh, like different skill sets on each of your, the characters in your party. Mm-hmm. And this is like a, a typical Final Fantasy turn-based battle system.
1: Okay. Well, um, the best deal that you can find Final Fantasy Four is Circuit City uh, is offering a free $10 gift card with the purchase. So you get $10 off.
0: Yeah, and that brings it down to the price it should be. Because they, is, they release all these at $40, and they should be coming out at 30
1: Uh Azuna 2, The Unemployed Ninja Returns. You covered this one. Yes, I did. It's an Atlas RPG. There's usually about one every week. But this, the original Azuna, did pretty good. Um, did well, anyway. And was a decent RPG. This game looks interesting. She's a little pink-haired ninja. Yeah,
0: she's, she's very anime-styled. Right. Very cute-looking.
1: Who is unemployed and so she's going to a friend's wedding
0: she would you say she's returning
1: what <laughs> i would say she's returning so now that we've deciphered the title yes uh she is she's going to a friend's wedding and her one of her closest friends i guess gets kidnapped and so it's all about tracking down her friend
0: i bet it's i bet it's the friend that's in the hot tub with her and the uh <laughs> the mini poster that lost out on amazon that oh yeah because there was one where she had a bigger rack it oh, was more close yeah. Up.
1: yeah no no and that's that's really the one thing that you need to know is that uh, amazon and eb gamestop are offering two different exclusive mini posters but every game comes with a mini poster packaged in the game
0: right it's just on the back of the box art I right believe.
1: it's a reverse ba- box art mm-hmm. um
0: yeah the eb games one is a little bit classier looking um. Then the Amazon one is the so Amazon one's
1: pretty whichever much way you a want to go. Uh, what? What are they? A cleavage shot? Yeah. Yeah. It's a definitely. A boob crack shot? Yeah. Definitely. Um. But anyway, so it comes with swag, which is always nice. It's a it's a dungeon themed RPG. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty tough. They're supposed to be good RPGs, classic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know the difficulty you'd want from this sort of game. So, yeah. and it's this this version or this. Uh, the second game versus the first game is supposed to have better content content, more combat. Um so, you know, it's Atlas or so there's gonna be some quirkiness, but it looks good.
0: Yeah, I'll try it out. Uh I s I never played the first one either, so I can't comment on that one. Um one of the ones that got, got by me Atlas releases.
1: Yeah, I mean we, we usually have most of those. I didn't realize that this next game didn't come out last week, uh, and that's Nancy Drew Mystery of the Cluebender Society. Yeah, it
0: looked like it got pushed back to this week.
1: (laughs) Big surprise. They must have been taking in all my comments. This actually happened to the last Nancy Drew. And revamped. Oh, yeah, it was was delayed for, like, months. Yeah,
0: I kept on going to EB uh, to try to find it, and it just never came out for weeks. (laughs)
1: And then it did, and it should have stayed. (laughs) Not out. Yes. But anyway, moving on. Uh, New International Track and Field. This okay. Is like two weeks in a row we've had track and field games.
0: Well, it's an Olympic year. They're going to have a bunch of them. There's several more in the pipeline coming up in Great. the coming weeks. Um,
1: Are those games that you counted as games you wanted to buy at E3? Or... I didn't play any of them. <laughs>
0: and this one was at E3. I kept meaning to play it. Um,
1: you just ran out of time? I just
0: ran out of time. There's too much to play.
1: There is. There is.
0: So this is a reimagining of the original track and field. It's the 25th anniversary of the nes track and field game or the arcade track and field game whichever one you played
1: the one uh, with the mat
0: no no that's world-class track meet track track and field was one where you just had to hit the buttons as fast as possible on, on your controller same type of thing as world-class track meet
1: but without a mat
0: yeah but without a mat
1: it uh, seems like a big drawback no this this was
0: a really good game
1: have they come out with a track and field game that you could play with your dance dance revolution mats
0: Mm, I don't think so. No.
1: Why not? I mean, we all own those peripherals already. Uh, it Seems like it'd be really easy.
0: Maybe because not that many people want to play track and field games.
1: Okay, fair <laughs> enough.
0: <laughs> it's it's weird because Konami makes the Dance Dance Revolution and they make the track and field games.
1: Hmm, well, maybe somebody from Konami will listen, and I mean, not that, not that I would buy it, but I, uh, maybe somebody would. Anyway, yeah, I'll I'm tell sorry. you one
0: thing at E3 because this won't come up in the catcast. I'm sure at all. Uh, Konami the Konami booth, they right. had uh, at least three different Dance Dance Revolution setups going. The entire show, I didn't see anybody on those mats, like, at all. The
1: phase has passed, hasn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah, it's it's moved it's on to the, the guitars. It's not the thing anymore. Yeah. Now
1: it's guitars.
0: But back to new international track and field. <laughs> Instead of relying on the archaic method of pressing buttons as fast as you can, Right. Now, all the events are controlled by stylus, so it involves you, rubbing your stylus as fast as you can.
1: Tearing up your touchscreen beyond it, belief. It's,
0: it's pretty durable. Um, I mean, some of them do require a little bit more finesse, like aiming with the archery and the javelin and all that type of stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I'd imagine the javelin would require a bit more finesse. I,
0: I think it's still you run, 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 and then you have to aim. Um, and then
1: you tap, 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 then you run, 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 run. The thing that's most
0: interesting, yeah. <laughs>
1: Really, how much different can it be?
0: I don't know. You can switch it up to where you put the buttons as well, but...
1: uh, It's all just different. Different. Little motions. Little motions, I mean, And and
0: timing and everything. Right. Uh, The cool thing about this is that it has uh, updated 3D graphics, and they're all kind of like little uh, chibi characters, like little anime guys. Okay. But they've included classic Konami characters as unlockables. So you have Solid Snake... You have Simon Belmont, you have Pyramid Head from Silent Hill, um, f- like Frogger is in there. There's a pretty uh, decent list of Konami
1: So a little bit characters. of fan service added into the new international track and field.
0: Yeah, and it's been getting decent reviews, 7 and 8 so far, I think.
1: You think it's a $30 game?
0: Uh, no, I think it's a $20 game, but yeah. I could be wrong. The, the thing that makes it appealing is those characters. Right. I mean, Solid Snake fans are going to buy this just because he's in it.
1: Well, that's the only actual hard release we have this week. Everything else yeah, is that, downloadable.
0: That's all of the retail releases. Um, Lots of on the DL, though, because we missed a few last week because we recorded early.
1: Right, we did record early. Uh, On the DL with the shipwrecks, first game, Donkey Kong 3. Came out last week for the uh, Wii Virtual Console.
0: Yeah, this is the NES version of it, so it's $5.00. Uh, this is the Donkey Kong game where he is hanging from uh, two like poles that have beehives on either side of them, and you are a little guy underneath him spraying DDT up into his groin, <laughs> and he's knocking at the beehives and the bees are coming down, and you have to like shoot the bees and like shoot him in the groin enough times so he stops hitting the beehives, and, and that's Donkey Kong 3. Uh, $5, huh? Yeah.
1: I don't know that I need to play that one.
0: Not not the most compelling Donkey Kong experience.
1: No, no. No, the Donkey Kong Country games, I could see, but... Oh, we've... of course. Right. All right. Glade Lancer? Glade? Yeah, That's yeah, not glade. a typo.
0: Well, it is because it's supposed to be gray. But, but they
1: typoed it on they type... all the games? <laughs> yes.
0: They... Well, it was, made in... <laughs> it was made in Japan, and they have... They have that issue where they have difficulty between their Rs and their Ls, so usually that's just in pronunciation, <laughs> but somehow that turned into a typo on the on the Glay Lancer. On the game, yes, itself,
1: on the game. which was originally a Genesis game.
0: Originally a Genesis game it has never come out over here in North America before. Um, it is a typical scrolling shooter where, similar to like Life Force or R-Type. So you're going through corridors with your, your ship, and um, you're shooting all the things that are coming at you. There's big boss battles. It does have some cool levels where instead of scrolling sideways, you're scrolling up and down through okay. through tunnels, but your ship is still sideways, like pointing to the right still. All right. So it, it, it kind of adds a different up, dimension right. than I got it. just the standard scrolling. Um,
1: nine bucks?
0: Nine bucks isn't bad when a... Actual complete version of it goes for three hundred on eBay.
1: Because of the typo? No,
0: no, just because, just because it's that, that rare and it only oh. came out in Japan.
1: Okay, well, fair enough. Um, moving on to the second ninja game of the show, Ninja Commando.
0: That one also came out next or last week for the Virtual Console. It was a Neo Geo game, and it is Commando. Okay. Like,
1: but with but ninjas. With ninjas.
0: And it's not, like, the original Commando was Capcom. So this obviously isn't Capcom, but it's the same style of game, where it's your Ikari Warriors style, um, you're overhead, and you're walking throughout the level, and you're just constantly shooting stuff, uh, like, that's scrolling down towards you. And you have, like, ninja powers. You can, like, jump way up in the air and do, like, throw fire down. And you're just throwing, like... uh, throwing stars everywhere, and that's that's pretty much the game. It has two-player co-op. Uh, it, it's a pretty good game.
1: For $9. Yeah, the
0: Virtual Console did not have a bad string of games through these last two weeks, because next up is Super Fantasy Zone.
1: Another one that I didn't preview.
0: No, but <laughs> this is one I didn't even know it existed, actually. This one snuck by me somehow. Uh, it never came out here in North America, either. It's a Genesis game that... Is a upgrade of the original Fantasy Zone, um, so it's got better graphics. I think it's actually different levels completely, but
1: okay, but it's similar. It, it's game very play.
0: similar to the original right. Fantasy Zone, um, which if you don't remember what that's like, it's kind of like this psychedelic, really bright pinks and greens, and you're you're in this like cute little ship um, <laughs> that has like wings on it, like, okay. uh, like flapping, flapping wings, wings. Right. yeah. And
1: I, I, I'm the only one that can see you flapping your arms.
0: Well, yeah, I, I was hoping I was creating enough winds so me, they, would he- okay. they would hear me in the mic. Okay. Uh, and you are you can fly either left or right, and the screen wraps around, and you're shooting things, and once the things uh, get shot, they fall out of the sky, and there's things that you collect as you go along. It's it's a great game, and I think I'm probably going to buy this because I've never heard of it. I never knew it came out.
1: So it's like a, a whole new
0: it it's great. I I'm very excited about it.
1: Well good. What you should not be excited about is Pirates the Key of Dreams coming out for WiiWare. Uh it looks visually about the same level as Sid Meier's Pirates. Oh no.
0: No. You got to be kidding me. It it looks it looks worse than that. Sid Meier's Pirates had a very nice like cartoon yeah. style to it.
1: Yeah, okay. This one has so. the
0: cartoon style. I'll give you that.
1: But see, have you noticed? Maybe I'm the only one that's noticed this, but the resolution, I mean, we know that the the preview videos on the Wii are a lower resolution. Yeah, they're horrible
0: resolution. But not
1: only being a lower resolution, they're not bright.
0: No, there's, you're right.
1: I mean, it's almost like there's a cloudy film over the TV for all those videos.
0: Yeah, it's very so weird. So
1: I find it hard to really, I mean, that has nothing to do with the resolution necessarily. It's just the color. I mean, it's like, it's literally like they suck the color out of them and then show you what the game is. Yeah, it's
0: something with their compression tool that they're so using to get them down to out of that format. They
1: look horrible. And so I don't know. I mean, I'm giving the game the benefit of the doubt and saying it looks graphically okay. similar. okay, Maybe a little less. But all it is is just the the pirate ship battling parts to mm-hmm. that game. Which that game was so much more and it was great and it was a lot of fun and there was way it was, you know, a simulation, it was deep. This is just pirate ships shooting at each other. Right. And, and it has then multiplayer occasional still shots of people talking.
0: Yeah, I guess that's how the story progresses. But
1: there's no voice acting in the video, so I don't know about the game. But, I would doubt it. Uh
0: it didn't look that good. Ten dollars no, seemed a little bit much. Certainly
1: not worth ten dollars.
0: Um, also, last week for the uh, PlayStation Network was Elefunk. Elefunk, yes.
1: This is like an engineering puzzle game. Puzzle game, yeah. Hmm? I mean, it's it's similar to Lem in Lemmings, at least in my mind, because you're trying to lead things through the across the screen right. without them dying. Yeah, and
0: you're given a set number of uh girders yeah to create uh, a bridge right
1: which the elephant can walk across and not fall to his death
0: yes i, and th- I mean
1: that's the whole game i was two for two it was fun yeah i mean it, it can it seems to me like one of those games that you'd pick up and play a level or two and then go okay you know that was good
0: yeah and and they gave you two levels to play in the demo which there is a demo available for this right um it's five dollars
1: the thing that The only thing that strikes me as odd is because it's so it's got these levels that are really short, and you have to sometimes play over like multiple times if you you know die the first time you okay learn from what you did wrong Mm -hmm. and you know adjust your bridge. It seems like it would have been better coming out as a DS game, where you could just drag the girders to where you wanted them. Because those type games are really easy. I guess for me, it's the type of gameplay that I would flip open my DS, play a level. Do it right. Do it wrong. Close my DS. You know, come back to it, and you can't do that with the Wii. You got to turn on the TV. No, this, is, this is
0: PlayStation Network. Uh,
1: you can't do that. Well, yeah. PS3. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You right. can't. You can't turn on the TV. You can't. You know, you got to turn on the system. You got to boot it up. Then you got to play. Then you get, You know, it's not something that you can just come back to and leave, and come back to and leave. Which, I guess, I like those type of games on my DS.
0: Yeah. The only thing uh, I. We'll probably pick this up for $5. I well, mean,
1: yeah. I mean, it's a cheap game. Ge- I mean, it's, it's really it's cheap. $5. Well, it's definitely worth the $5. I, I think
0: i got to support the games that are good, that are five, like even just halfway say, good at $5. Yeah, absolutely. Just to say, hey, there's people buying stuff at this price point.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: this $10 for everything is getting old pretty quickly. Um,
1: well, put it this way. Pirates was so bad that I would pay $15 and only want them to give me elephant. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: (laughs) Not the same company, I know, but still.
0: Yeah. Uh, Also for PlayStation Network, for the PS3 and the PSP, was Rayman.
1: Right. It's the original Rayman. Twelve years ago, came out as one of the new platformers.
0: It was one of the first uh, platformers on the PlayStation 1.
1: It was, and it's not phenomenal. It's what you'd expect for a platformer, Mm -hmm. but it's a solid game. I mean, even back then, it got sevens generally which for a platformer is you know pretty decent so i think for 599 i don't know what's with the 99
0: that's that's how uh, playstation network they go to the 99 cents okay they don't round up but then they tax you (laughs) so
1: great so it's like 614
0: yeah it's something like that for for us
1: so yeah um it. I mean, if you're looking to play an old school platformer, it would be worth it. We probably own this game for the PlayStation. I don't think means... we do. I think.
0: I think I got rid of it at some point. Okay. We have Rayman two and three.
1: If you do own the PlayStation version, you could probably find the PlayStation version for about that, and you can play it on your PlayStation three.
0: Yeah, but I mean, six dollars isn't. I don't have a problem with any of these no, PlayStation one no, releases I don't have a because you can with take them it. on your PSP and your PS three. I mean, that's the right, appeal. That's true. Um, so, also for PlayStation Network, they had a lot of stuff come out here. Yeah, they uh did. This week is Siren Blood Curse Episode 1, which this is a reimagining, like there's been a lot of those too, of uh, <laughs> a PlayStation 2 survival horror game. Okay. Uh, that didn't really like pick up much steam, like uh, not that many people played it. Okay. Uh, it got decent reviews, 7s uh, and 8s probably back then um but they have switched it up a lot they've added americans into the mix okay so now before um i think the main characters were all japanese it takes place in a japanese city that has like uh taken place in like human sacrifice rituals okay uh i don't know if it's the same city that that like or the same area that fatal frame games take place in because it it kind of has the same type of uh, it's reminiscent lore. Of that? Okay. Yeah, it has the same type of lore to it. Um, this game's really dark. There's a there's a demo on the PlayStation, and it almost looks like they've upresed the new characters to be PS3 quality, but
1: not the but backgrounds? the environments.
0: Still, kind of have a PS two feel to them. It's I don't know got if they color still...
1: forms, kind of feel to it.
0: It does. It it it's like there's a separation there between yeah. these really good looking characters and, and this really dark background that kind of has I don't know low res textures in places. Um, the thing that separates it from other hor- horror games is that it's also based around stealth a lot.
1: Good stealth or bad stealth? Because you usually. I don't, like I don't like stealth. I don't like stealth very may, much. may, you know, get annoyed with stealth.
0: Yeah. In the demo, it wasn't too bad because it was, like, the first level, so... Right, but you said there are 12 easy.
1: of these things coming out.
0: Well, there's there's 12 episodes, yes. But I, each episode I don't know how has I'm,
1: a beginning and an end.
0: I guess. I mean, the, the original game was just a game, retail game, and this came out, or is coming out as a retail game in Japan. But here they're releasing it episodic.
1: I would get really annoyed if I got to the end of an episode... And then I didn't get any sort of finality to it. And then it was like, if you want to see the end of this game, insert your $25 here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point because I don't know I how what, what the cost of this is yet. Right. I haven't read. Uh, but it's I probably mean, out there, but I, I don't know what Most games charging.
1: don't have 12 separate beginning and endings within them. So I can't imagine that there's not going to get to be a point where you're like, well, that didn't resolve anything.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: So you've got to buy this game knowing you, you're going you do to buy it. You do play all as
0: a few different characters throughout, so it kind of makes sense in that changing between the chapters, yeah. uh you're playing as a different person. The, the one thing they they get around the stealth, like they they have this thing called sightjacking in the game where you can uh, look through the eyes of some of the zombie people. They're like nurses, evil nurses and evil townsfolk and stuff. They're your typical evil
1: person. like Silent
0: Hill, Resident right. Evil.
1: Right. We got it.
0: Enemies. So you can, like, sight jack them so you can see what they see, and it splits the screen then so you can still move on half of the screen. But you but can, you can see they're about to. You can see if they're seeing right. you or not. And it's not all stealth. Like, you you can you do pick up weapons. There's a lot of different guns you can use. There's hand-to-hand combat. Um, but it all depends on what characters you're using and that type of thing.
1: Well, how much is that coming I out for? I don't know.
0: I don't know. That's really depends on whether I can recommend this or not. I thought the demo was okay, right? but it's got to be pretty cheap, so especially if you're expecting us to, to pay for these every couple 12. weeks or however they're coming right. out. Right,
1: so to be announced, whether or not that's recommended. Uh, 1942 Joint Strike.
0: That is coming out this week for both the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade for $10. Yet another reimagining. This is getting embarrassing here. Like,
1: Did we not imagine anything new this week?
0: They just wanted to re release a bunch of games but pretty them up, I guess. There's
1: no new imagination.
0: No. Okay. This is another one from Capcom, a scrolling shooter where you are in a uh, World War II style plane and you can play two player co op. It has that kind of, I don't know, Xbox Live or PlayStation Network type of graphics where you can tell they're high res. Right. But there's something off about them. Like, there's a disconnect between. Almost the same way in Siren where there's a disconnect between the backgrounds and the uh, movable like objects in the Yeah. Yeah, they have a color forms type of thing. Yeah. Where all the edges are very sharp. Like there's I'm there's,
1: gonna get that word to catch on throughout the show. Okay. I think that's that's the new term for it.
0: Color forming?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if it's color form. It's got
0: a very color form style of graphics. Okay. Uh not to say that's bad or anything, but No. It, that's just but something it's I've good. noticed with Xbox Live right. and PSN the Right. Um It's $10. If you like 1942, here's a new version of it.
1: Well, um, now we're to one that I got to preview, and that's Double D Dodgeball for the Xbox Live Arcade. And I previewed it, but you actually played it.
0: Yeah, this came out last week. I
1: watched you play it. Um, it's two little triangular-shaped ship kind of looking things. Something. Line drawings that... Get the attach the balls to the front and then you throw them at each other. So there's no people. There's red. Unless and those blue. are supposed to be people. If they're supposed to be people God help us all. Oh yeah. my gosh. They were trying to go
0: for the Geometry Wars style. Yeah, I mean it looks like your Geometry Wars thing.
1: ship called some friends up and <laughs> they're playing dodgeball.
0: Alright. But um. I,
1: I just thought I'm really disappointed because of the name, and I know I've told you this.
0: Okay, But why
1: is it called Double D Dodgeball?
0: If it doesn't have the Dead or Alive If it doesn't
1: have Dead or Alive large-breasted women throwing balls at each other. Why? I mean, that seems like a waste. Like, I'm angry that Dead or Alive didn't think of naming something Double D Dodgeball.
0: You're angry that I'm not spending $10 to get a uh, Dead or Alive dodgeball game. Well, you're not spending $10 oh, to give these stupid $10. little
1: ships playing down. No, this wasn't very good. Like, no. Even it's not the, worth
0: the it. way you aim the ships, like going back and forth and everything. It was
1: really. It was and then it, it looks like it should kind of have some pong physics to it, like the ball hits and then bounces to the corner. You know what I mean? Bounces mm-hmm. off the walls, but it doesn't. Like, you can't. It's not.
0: They bounce off a little bit, but. Yeah. But
1: not in the way that you'd expect it to in that type of video game. I it's mean,
0: very haphazard. It's. it's, it's I recommend good. It. Um, also coming out for Xbox Live Arcade this week is Go Go Break Steady, which is a breakdancing rhythm game. Um, it doesn't look that great, though, which really is disappointing to me because I like rhythm games. Right. And the way this one works is there will be uh, corresponding colors that correspond to the buttons, um, and they are kind of like circling in Kind of kind of like a Zuma-type circling in towards the center. Yeah, I know, and then, where you're
1: like spiraling. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, okay. And then when they get to the center is you when you press them. the button. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much the game. It so does...
1: really you're just hitting one of four colors mm-hmm. corresponding to buttons.
0: Yes. And it's all set to non-licensed. Elevator like... music? No, it's like I guess it's like breakdancing mu- music of some sort. If it's the music they were playing during the uh, during the video that's on Xbox.com for this mm-hmm. game, uh, it's not very good <laughs> music, which is a problem with a music game.
1: Well, and releasing a preview video and using music that's worse than what's in your game probably isn't a good idea either. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's probably the music of the game.
0: Right, and there's 20 different songs in the game if you want to listen. to to all 20 of them.
1: Hmm. It takes a really special melody like the ones in Dr. Mario to, to pull off.
0: Yeah. Those kind of beats. Yeah. I'd like to break dance to the Dr. Mario song. That would be good. Right. This this That's doesn't good. look so great. I will try the demo out.
1: All right. Well, the last game that got released uh, this week is Xbox Original Jade Empire.
0: Yeah, the BioWare the... RPG. Uh, I've played a little bit of it. Um,
1: Do we own it? Yeah,
0: we own it. Uh, I just played it to, to try it out one day and I, uh, it's a game where you're gonna have to sit down and spend some time with it. I mean, it's an RPG. A lot of people, when it came out, weren't so hot on it because they wanted, uh, Bioware to make another Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. And this one was kind of like Knights of the Old Republic, but it's set in a Asian style. Like it's got like a, a lot of Kung Fu and martial arts to it. So a lot of people didn't like the, the battle system. I didn't think it was bad. But you can buy this game used at GameStop for eight dollars. Oh, so not really your best value buying it for fifteen.
1: No, no, not at all. Those those are the games this week. Yippee! A lot of downloadables.
0: A lot of downloadables. Welcome to the future, guys. <laughs> this is it. This is what we're going to be dealing is with now. Yes.
1: <laughs> um. Well. As always, our show has been hosted by GoDaddy, where you can get sponsored. It. We hosted sponsored.
0: it, hosted by Mrs. and Mr. Shipwreck.
1: Yeah, sponsored. That's the that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with it. All right. Our show has been sponsored by GoDaddy, where you can get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CagCast cag foreplay, you can enter the code CAG, that's C-A-G, when you check out and save an additional 10% on any order. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. And this week, you should actually put this code on the front page versus last week where you used a different code than what we actually said people for people to use.
0: Yeah, I like to mix it up It's sometimes. a little confusing. We've got three different codes that are, that are all active. You just
1: randomly pick one to remember.
0: Yeah, I just, I just randomly pick one to remember. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll change it up.
1: Yeah. Well, CAG, Gamer1. And,
0: and then, the other one.
1: Hmm, I don't remember the other one.
0: I don't remember what it is right now either.
1: Well... We always appreciate digs, so dig us. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. Check out the CAG cast this week, which you said will be out on Friday, just like normal, correct?
0: Yeah, it should be uh, me, Cheapy, and Wombat on this week's show.
1: And lots of crying babies in the background.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know.
1: Um, check us out in written form on Cheap-Ass Gamer. We always work hard on writing clever little quips about why you should or should not buy a game. Mm -hmm. And email us with questions at shipwrecks at com or foreplay at com. or you can send either of us PMs or... Yeah, I guess they're still called PMs on CAG 2.0. Friend requests?
0: Um, I've gotten a lot of those. Yeah, there's friend requests too. Yeah. Um, And... I wanted to say uh thanks for everybody that came out to the the joystick meetup and uh and met Cheapy and me and all the the joystick guys out there in LA. And you
1: made lots of new friends.
0: Yeah, some people uh some people recognized me. It was it was it was a good experience. Somebody somebody recognized me just by my voice.
1: That's kinda cool.
0: Yeah, that that was pretty strange. They, that's they true. turned around and said, Are you shipwreck? And I was like, Wow.
1: That is that's pretty cool. You had a lot of fun. And you oh, met yeah. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. CAGS and
0: Cags and non-cags alike.
1: Non-cags alike, alike. exactly. Uh, but the, the unwashed masses. The, yes, I guess so. Anyway, you'll be talking more about your E3 experience on the CAGCAST this week, so check that out. And we will see you all next week for our 50th show.
0: Yeah, we'll have a lot of prizes to give out. Yes. And we will have some games to cover. A new Soul Calibur is coming out next week. the Big 5-0. is the Big 5 yes. We'll see you
1: all next.